0: Time to change your filter. Perspective versus perception. They're not the same, well, at least from my perspective. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the star-craving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either Amazon or at my website, Ampurage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Wow, he said. Wow. Ever since, you know, you and I last spoke, well, she's acting so different. So much, well, so much better. I mean, I, I shouldn't use that word, but so much better. I wonder, I don't know, I wonder if her counselor or friend like said something. Or maybe she hit her head or something. I don't I don't know. But she seems different in in a good way. I like it. And he said, that's what he told me. So, that's when i after listening reminded my friend of the story of the wealthy man who went to his attorney to tell him what he wanted that what he wanted was to divorce his wife Ever heard that story okay sit back relax drift off into fairy tale and fable land welcome some wisdom here with the story of the wealthy man the wife and the what are you talking about So here's how it goes a man with a lot of money and a lot of worldly possessions had decided for whatever reason that he just couldn't take his marriage the way it was anymore and he wanted a divorce so he went to his attorney lifelong friend and attorney and told him and the attorney said are you sure he says yeah i'm sure i have thought about this he says okay here's what i want you to do the attorney said it's going to take at least a couple of weeks for me to get everything in order and you want it to be in order, and you do not want her to see this coming, do you? He said, well, no. He says, okay, you can't tell her for at least a couple of weeks. And the man said, well, I don't know. He said, listen, unless what you want is to lose everything that you've survived and worked for, I need you to go back for the next couple of weeks, all right, and not say things." As a matter of fact, what I want you to do, she can't have any suspicion, the attorney said. I want you to go back, and I want you to act towards her like You are just the happiest husband on the planet. Regardless of what she does, regardless of what she says, I want you to go back and give her no clue, no inkling, no slightest idea okay, that you've spoken with me and that we're doing this. It's important, it's crucial, if you're going to be able to survive this. The man said, okay, I don't know how, but I'll do it. So the man goes back and looks for every opportunity to be nice and thoughtful and cater to uh, his wife. And uh, you know the first week passes, and he still hasn't heard back from his attorney, who was supposed to call him. So he continues on into the second week, and he is doing things he hasn't done for years. Uh, he is pulling out chairs and holding doors, and he is complimenting outfits, and he is um, trying to give her the appearance of somebody who intends on staying married and is madly in love forever. Well, by about the, the end of the second week, he gets the phone call, a message from his attorney, his attorney says, hey, um, uh, what we spoke about, give me a call, Uh, I'm ready on my end. And uh, so the the man, the husband, uh, calls back the attorney uh, immediately and he says, hi, I got your message. And the attorney says, so great, got you all set up, got everything squared away, she won't see it coming, come on in, we can start the process, we can serve the papers, okay, and we can get this divorce rolling. And it was silent for a second there. The man said, divorce? What divorce? Why would I want to divorce the most wonderful woman in the world? Hmm. It's amazing how she changed during that time frame, isn't it? (laughs) No. Well, maybe she did. Maybe he did. Once again, that's the story of how when someone wanted a divorce, his attorney sent him away to treat her like a queen. In his eyes, she became one. Now, my friend had already heard this story. I'd told it to him before. We talked about it a long time ago. I mean, a long time ago. But this time, it resonated with him. He said he didn't remember it sounding and feeling the same way and making the same sense this way, this time. I said, well, it's the same story, but the same way with a lot of stories, It's the same way with the Bible. You know, we'll hear and read things that seem Different now than they did before, but the Bible never changed. Listen, the Bible hasn't changed in the last decade But somehow is it possible that we have see we changed so how we hear it impacts us differently We get the chance to change and choose to give the message another chance or we could sit there and expect the truth the timeless truth of God and the universe to change till it's comfortable to fit us. Oops. (laughs) A quote from Gary Zukav, what is behind your eyes holds more power than what is in front of them. What is behind your eyes holds more power for change than any words that you will read or any story that you will hear. What does this all come down to? Well, it comes down to perspective and perception. It's been said that songs are only as sad as the listener. It's like perspective and our perception and we think that they're the same thing. We mix them up but they're not the same. I've heard people talk about how certain movies will make you swell up with motivation at certain times or well up with tears even when you know you've seen them time after time. Or how about that song we we're just talking about? You know, the one that'll always bring a smile to your face? No, I'm not just talking about tapping your feet. This thing will pull on your tug on your heartstrings. These come from our perception and from our perspective. But we confuse them. Together, they do determine the things that we do and don't do, the things that we, the risks we take and that we don't take. These two things, perception and perspective, literally determine the results in every aspect of our life, and they have a huge, I mean, such a big impact. It's critical to know what these are, understand why they matter, and most importantly, how to use them and change our lives, and achieve what we really want. Remember, at the very beginning, I talked about that man, and he said that he had made up his mind that he was going to get divorced because he couldn't handle. His marriage the way it was anymore that's what I said something changed see when filtering through our implications and our inferences involved in our interactions okay wow that was a interesting jumble of I words there when filtering through our implications and the inferences involved in our interactions one more I word there is importance in knowing the difference between perspective and perception is it just semantics maybe to some but for those who recognize that to have more and to make more, we must become something more. Perspective and perception are probably more, a lot more. Your perspective and your perception stand on their own. They know the difference. Well, you know the difference. You need to know the difference. Doing so can help you pinpoint areas that you need to improve. It's been said, it's been said that perception is what you interpret. It's your understanding. It's your understanding of a given situation, a given person, a given object, it's the meaning that you assign to any given stimulus or thing that can be interpreted. But perspective, now perspective is your point of view, and you might be thinking, well, isn't that the same thing? The perspective is the lens that you see the world through, and it determines how you view yourself. It determines how you view others, and it determines a high percentage of everything else around you. Like that whole is, you know, half something thing, you know? Some people, the glass is half-full, the glass is half-empty. Your perspective, okay? Well, when it comes to it, your perspective, whether the glass is half-full or half-empty, your perspective is, I see a tall glass, or I see a small glass. And that tall glass or small glass might be half-empty or or half-full, and that's the perception part. But the perspective is the literal of what you see. Your perception is that the glass is half-empty, or that the glass is half-full. Or, as I've always liked to say, that the glass is 100% full. It's half full of water, half full of air, and you need them both. I need them both. Again, it's entirely different to, to stop and think about that than it is recognizing right now the difference between perspective and perception. Okay? Depending on that, wow, was that all over the place? Listen, okay, whoop, snap back, go to gravity. Okay, here, let's get back to reality here. <laughs> what comes first, our perspective or our perception? Uh, you may think it's your perspective, your, your point of view, okay? We'll get into that. I'm going to talk to you in a second here about what my perspective is, and I think it'll help you relate to what your perspective is and understanding it. You may think that it's your perspective that comes first, your point of view, that it determines your perception, what things mean to you. In reality, it's the initial perception of our reality that controls our perspective. Our perspectives come from our perceptions, and our perceptions are then created from our beliefs. Give me an example. Here's what I was talking about. Here's the example, my perspective. My perspective is that of being a man, a male entrepreneur, a husband, a father. I believe I'm a very spiritually based, founded, very spiritually grounded man. And that's the perspective from which I see things, where I come from. Now, my perception is seeing the filter through which my mind and my emotions, they process things like like making this week better, you know I've said before, make this week better than the last make next year better than the past. That's not my perspective that's my perception because it's a better, it's a quantifiable, it's a how this refers to that. And I'm sure there's a lot of male entrepreneur father husbands who don't see that patient approach the way I do. They come from the same perspective, male entrepreneur, father, husband, spiritual, but they have a different perception. See, I'm sure there's many people out there who this very week, they want to make this week better than last. They want to make next year better than the past, but they don't happen to be male business owners or parents. They come from a different perspective. The position from which they are to see things takes different effort for them to massage and change than does the perception, which is their filters, their values, their morals, their ethics, etc. So how does it do any good or how do we go about doing good by changing either or changing both? Or should we? I mean, what's the advantage? Well, go back to the story of the wealthy man, the wife, and then what are you talking about? As it relates to the order and the effect, your perception leads to your perspective and then your perspective leans on your perception. See, perception begins what we see, how we embrace it or how we reject it, from infancy, from childhood, long before we put a label on ourselves. And that's a whole nother podcast about labels and genders, and I'm not going there, all right? But perception begins with what we see and how we embrace it or reject it, and that has a base level of involving and evolving our beliefs. And, and from those, we position ourselves in a certain way, in a certain place, or a certain position. Thus, comes our perspective me myself recognizing myself as a man as a spiritual man as someone who wanted to become an entrepreneur and wanted to become a husband that's my male perspective and that's how it's formed and that perspective frames our further perceptions meaning if years ago we chosen a different perspective our perception on the exact same circumstances would affect us differently well guess what that's exactly what happened in that story between the husband and the reality of his marriage that he shared with his wife. So, we need to accept that our perspective now greatly affects our perception. In order to perceive something differently, it doesn't have to change. We can change our perspective. And, in so doing, we'll have the chance to perceive. Our perception will change. Again, think about the story of the wealthy man, the wife, and the, what are you talking about? So, what we perceive from something changes based on our perspective. It's literally the the capability and the ability to reposition yourself on the other side of the table, to walk the mile in somebody else's shoes. That Bible information I talked about before, the info stays the same, but it's perceived by us differently, and our perception changes based on our perspective, where we are now relative to where we were before, who we see ourselves to be. The Bible doesn't change, but if we see ourselves as Christian or we see ourselves as agnostic, believer or basher, well, that's our perspective, and obviously it impacts our perception. But the words didn't change. So if you, if we, if we want to have a different perception to perceive something and perceive someone differently, to redefine and reposition our perspective to the other side of that table, the other side of the argument, if we do, we have a chance to perceive things differently. Maybe better, it may just be different. And if we don't, then we might just find ourselves wishing that we weren't over here and that we were on the other side of that courtroom. And now, more wise words to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry number 219 It's not the man who has too little but the man who craves more that is poor, Seneca. And the guide's point of view on this? That the human appetite can seem limitless is the double-edged sword. At times, never enough has achieved so much, while at the same time, satisfied so little. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean system, what have you learned recently that's new to you? What have you earned that wasn't just given to you? Where have you added the world that's above and beyond you? Now be grateful for all of that, reflect on it, respect it, and navigate somewhere next. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Amperage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about and you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall, and until next time, good health, God bless, and now go get a little dirty learning something new, earning what's not given to you, adding to this crazy world that we share, and navigating your way to something new and next.